something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring you tips and information that we hope will help you to cope while living with low vision. Sporting events for people who are low vision and blind. I've always been really an avid Laker fan, and with it being this time of the year, I know that basketball season is soon approaching, and I can't wait. I can't wait to go to a Laker game. Now, for many people who are visually impaired, many people often do not go to these particular types of events because of the fact that they say it's not fun, it's not enjoyable, I can't see the players very clearly, or I can't see the ball at all. But what I realize is that even after I lost my vision, going to these particular types of basketball games and baseball games are things that really are truly enjoyable. When I first started to go to these games, my thoughts initially was, this is not going to be fun at all. I'm not going to know what's happening. I'm not going to be able to know really what the score is. I don't want to ask the person who I'm with there every moment, what happened, what happened? But what I found was that there's some different types of ways that you could go to a game and actually enjoy it extremely well. The first event that I went to was actually a Dodger game. And this was a game where we really didn't have great tickets. But as a low vision optometrist, what I did was that I brought some very powerful binoculars. At that time, I was legally blind and still had some vision. And what I found was that as long as I actually used these particular types of binoculars, I could actually do very, very well. The power of the binocular was a wide-angle binocular, a 7x50. And the 7x means that it magnifies things seven times, or it makes things appear seven times closer. And the 50-millimeter lens is going to give you the widest field of view. Because we were going to a night game, I also knew that by using this particular power would be something that would really let a lot of light into my eyes so that I could see it quite well. For some of you, you might also prefer to have a 10x50. With a 10x, you're going to get a little bit more magnification, but the field of view will be a little bit smaller. So anyways, we went to Dodger Stadium, and what we did was we found our seat. I pulled out my binoculars, and I also forgot my radio. You know, the world-famous Vin Scully is the announcer, and I forgot it. But fortunately, my friend who had taken me actually brought the radio. And what I realized is that this was absolutely incredible. With Vin Scully announcing and hearing the play-by-play and all of the other type of commentary, looking at the players when I wanted to through the binoculars, and having those world-famous Dodger dogs and peanuts and things, it was just absolutely the greatest thing. I realized that going to the game really wasn't just about watching baseball, because when you really think about it, baseball is pretty boring. However, if you do have Vin Scully to announce and tell you everything that's going on, you got the roar of the crowd sitting behind you, and you got all of this great food and friendship with your friends, going to a game is really everything else that's also involved. It's not just the game itself. Well, about a year or so later, I lost all of my vision, and I actually went to a UCLA basketball game. 
My nephew had taken me, and it was something I really, again, didn't think it was going to be too much fun being a totally blind person. But I actually remembered to take my radio, and this was actually the NCAA quarterly finals. And this was a game that was really, really a close game. And it happened to be that UCLA won right at the very end. It was so exciting. You know, the the roar of the crowd and the energy when he made that shot right at the end. We were just standing and jumping up and having a great time and high-fiving and the whole bit. This is something that, you know, you usually just don't do, even if you're watching at home with the same people on the television. So I learned that you could go ahead and you could enjoy all of these sporting events at the arena, regardless of whether you do or you don't have vision. At the Staples Center here in Los Angeles, if you do have a visual impairment, if you show them your ticket, and when I walked in with my cane, I was just surprised. We were ready to walk upstairs to our nosebleed seats way up there towards the rafters, but they actually said, oh, sir, we have some special seating here for you. They had a region that was located right in front of the big jumbotron screen so that a person who was partially sighted could just look straight ahead and see Kobe Bryant's face in a magnified view on the large screen. So when you do go to these different types of sporting events, you might want to ask them if they do have specialized seating for people with vision impairment. There was no extra charge for this, and for some of you, you might even take advantage of that. You might buy some of those seats that are a little bit cheaper and go ahead and let them move you to that area where there's going to be seating for people with low vision. So I hope that this information is helpful to you, and I hope that you go and root for your favorite team. This is Dr. Bill Takesha for Airs LA. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.